You're listening to the PFWC podcast with me, Carly Compton, a podcast created to help you learn strategies to overcome that bully inside your head, ways to practice self-love, awareness and understanding of eating disorders, how to embrace the body you have been given and develop a healthy relationship with food, exercise, and most importantly, yourself. Here at the PFWC podcast, we find it important to create a safe space and a place for individuals to come to learn how to create that lifestyle that works for them. We're dropping comparisons, fighting unrealistic beauty standards, and coming together to show the world that all bodies are beautiful and that healthy looks different on everyone. Sit back, relax, and get ready to grow together. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the PFWC podcast. I am so, no, I'm going to stop myself right there. If you go back and you listen to all of my episodes, I will have said this sentence, quote, I am so excited for today's episode, end quote, (laughs) and I've realized I do it for literally every single episode. And while I am very excited for today's episode, and I'm usually very excited for every episode that I record, I find that annoying. I find it annoying that I have said it for every episode, and I'm sure some of you find it annoying. So I'm not going to say it today. I'm not going to say it. Instead, I'm just going to say that I'm looking forward to recording and sharing (laughs) this episode with all of you. Okay? That's today's intro. I'm looking forward to recording and sharing this episode with all of you. So here we are. It's the holiday season. Ho, ho, ho. Um, and tomorrow is Christmas. If you celebrate it, tomorrow is Christmas. And with the holidays, I think we all can agree comes a lot of frustrations. Frustration around body image, maybe toxic family members, toxic friends, a lot of pressure. There is a lot of negativity surrounding what is supposed to be such a joyous time of the year. And so with that, I'm going to share with you today five tips for navigating body image in the new year. And the reason I say the new year and not the holidays is because January 1st is going to arrive and you're still going to be hearing all of the new year messaging, all of the new year bullshit, weight loss goals, this is the year to chisel your body, blah, blah, blah. You're still going to hear all of that. So these tips are not only helpful in navigating time around family members during the holidays. So maybe if you're going to be around family on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, hopefully 
these tips are helpful for you. And also into New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and then into the new year of what is 2020. And before we get into it, sorry, did I just say 2020? Oh my God, what is 2022? What I was going to say is I saw a meme on Instagram and I love memes. I really do. This one kind of put me, put me back a little. It was a little frightening. Um, but this meme said 2022 is actually 2022 or 2020 as well or 2020 twice. <laughs> and I was like, nope, nope, no, 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 no. We are not going there. We're not going there. This is not 2020 also or 2020 times two. Although it does appear to be that way. Um, cases are rising and places are closing back down. All because of the Ami. Ami, thank you for... <laughs> Oh, I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it because that's not what we're here for today. Um, Okay, so five tips for navigating body image in the new year. Are you ready? Let's go. Tip number one. And honestly, probably one of the hardest of the five. This is setting boundaries. Oh boy, we love to set boundaries. And I'm sure some of you are rolling your eyes. You're saying, nope, not doing it. I can't. And I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. You can do it and you deserve to do it. So setting boundaries. How in the hell does setting boundaries help you navigate body image in the new year? Let me explain. So when you set boundaries, you are putting yourself and your well-being and your mental health and your emotional health first, okay? So for example, let's say you are going to a family dinner and you're going to be around grandparents and aunts and uncles and your mom and siblings and maybe some of those people are still pretty heavily involved in dieting or diet culture conversation. What you can do is you can set boundaries with those individuals before you arrive. So that could look like saying, hey, I'm really excited to see everyone, but can we please not talk about weight loss, weight gain, anyone's body shape or size, anyone's appearance, anyone's new diet, and setting that boundary with those people in your life. Because it's going to set you up for success when you go to those gatherings. Um, 
I've had to do this. I've had to set boundaries with family and friends and say, hey, you know what? I'm in this part of my life where I'm trying to detach my worth from my weight and having conversations about weight loss or the new diet trend or my appearance can be triggering and doesn't do anything good for me or that person. That person doesn't really benefit from having that conversation with you either. So setting that boundary is going to allow you to navigate that time with family and friends a little bit better. Now, let me just say that not every family member is going to react positively. Not every friend is going to react positively. Some people are going to push back. Some people are going to roll their eyes. Some people are going to tell you, I'm not responsible for your triggers or, well, if you don't want to talk about these things, maybe you shouldn't have come. And my response to that would be, peace, peace out. I'm leaving then. Because if people can't respect your boundaries, then you shouldn't have to put yourself through that pain of being there. So removing yourself from the situation, if that is possible. Um, Also, just staying firm and understanding that setting boundaries for you is what's best for you. It's not necessarily a negative to the person you're setting boundaries with. Um, It just provides this like healthy relationship to open up and talk about things and boundaries. So by you setting boundaries, you're telling those people in your family, hey, this is what I would appreciate. And you're also telling them, I will respect whatever boundaries you want to set. So let me just give you an example. I set boundaries with my family regarding the, I don't want to talk about dieting. I don't want to talk about weight loss. I don't want to talk about how much, you know, your weight loss goals for the new year. Those are, those aren't the things I want to talk about. Okay. So that's the boundary that I want to set with them. And in return, I will respect their boundaries that they want to set with me. So for example, they don't want to talk about politics or they don't want to talk about anything associated or related to politics. And I will respect that because if I respect their boundaries, they will respect mine. So that is tip number one. And when you set those boundaries, it's easier for you to feel confident in your body because you know you're not going to be surrounded by those conversations. You know you're not going to feel tempted to engage in the conversation. Um, And so overall, you're going to feel more confident in yourself and in your physical appearance. So that is tip number one. Tip number two, steer clear swerve your car right out of the way, skirt out of the way of toxic diet culture, new year, new you messaging. You're probably asking, Carly, how in the hell do I do that? 
It's everywhere. It's everywhere I look. It's on social media. It's on television. It's on billboards. It's in magazines. It's literally everywhere. And I know. I know it is everywhere. And I really hate it. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It is so difficult to escape this messaging. But the good news is there are some things that you can do to steer clear of this messaging. Okay, so you're probably already seeing it. You will definitely see it after the holidays. So after Christmas, going into New Year's, you will see the messaging surrounding New Year, New Me. This is my year to get my dream body. This is how much weight I'm going to lose in 2022. These are the foods I'm cutting out in 2022. You're going to hear that messaging. But there are certain things that you can do to avoid it, to um, not avoid it completely, but to um, decrease how much you are seeing. So the first tip for steering clear of this messaging is being aware of the accounts that you are following on social media. Social media is one thing that you have control over. You have control over who you follow. You have control over, you know, you can mute people, you can hide people, you can unfollow people. And on TikTok, there's this really cool thing that you can do where if you're on your For You page and you're scrolling and a video comes up that maybe is focused around weight loss or a new diet trend or whatever it may be, you can click and hold down on that video and push not interested. And TikTok will do its best to not show you those types of videos anymore, which I think is great. I think that's a really great tool. Um, So that's something you can do over on TikTok. On Instagram, you can unfollow people, you can mute people, um, whatever you need to do to remove that messaging from your timeline. Because even if you are not consciously thinking about every post you scroll past, what you see is going into your subconscious. So that messaging is gonna come out at your most vulnerable time. So making sure you're filling that subconscious with positive messaging, messaging about detaching your worth from your weight, messaging about intuitive eating, messaging about health at every size, messaging about um, messaging that's just not related to diet culture um, and those things that you're trying to avoid. Um, So social media, you really do have some control over what you see. So that's my first tip. The second one when it comes to steering clear of this messaging, one kind of goes back to the boundaries that I talked about previously. Setting those boundaries is going to hopefully eliminate that conversation within your family and within your friend group, um, especially when you're around. So that will help you to steer clear of some of that conversation as well. Um, And just being aware of what you're hearing and what you're taking in and consciously working to combat that messaging. So if you see a billboard or you see an ad on television and you start to feel like, hmm, maybe 
just maybe I should go on a diet this new year, or maybe I do need to lose weight this new year, or maybe I should cut out carbs and sugar this new year because I saw that ad on television. Instead of letting that ad just like go into your subconscious, be aware of it and do what you can to convince yourself that what was said in that ad was false and tell yourself, remind yourself of why you don't want to think that way, why you don't want to be in that headspace. So that's going to help you to start rewiring your brain from that diet culture focused mindset to a more um, body acceptance, body neutral, uh, body positive mindset. So tip two, steer clear of the toxic diet culture new year new you messaging. Tip number three, find clothes that make you feel comfortable and confident. It is crazy how much more confident you feel when your clothes fit you properly and you feel comfortable in the clothes that you're wearing. Like for example, when I was ashamed of going up a size in jeans, I would wear jeans that were too small, that were so uncomfortable, that cut my stomach off, that just didn't make me feel confident in my body. And I remember the first time I bought a pair of jeans that actually fit me. Like they fit me properly and I didn't care what size they were. I went into the store. I grabbed like four or five different pairs of jeans, all different sizes, tried them on and told myself, I don't care what size it is. I'm getting the one that fits. And the first time I ever did that, my life was changed. I felt so much more confident in those jeans than I did in the jeans that were smaller because I was comfortable. I didn't have to think about how I was sitting or um, how my stomach was being suffocated in my jeans. And instead, I wore them, I was comfortable, and I felt more confident. And so with that obviously comes the work of detaching your worth from the number on the tag. So being able to go into a store and have a range of sizes that you are, grabbing one of each size and trying them on and going with the one that fits you the best, regardless of what size it is. So finding those clothes that make you feel comfortable and that make you feel confident is going to help you with that body image in such a prevalent way. It is going to change the way that you look at clothes, the way that you look at your wardrobe, and the way that you look at your body. You're going to be able to express yourself more. You're going to have more fun with getting dressed. You're going to have more fun with going shopping. And overall, your body image is just going to be more positive. So find those clothes that make you feel comfortable and that make you feel confident because you deserve that. You deserve to wear clothes that fit you properly, that are comfortable, and that make you feel confident. And kind of going off of that is tip number four. Get rid of those old clothes that do not fit you and do not serve you any longer. 
if you're listening, I guarantee you, you probably have or have had at some point a an article of clothing in your closet that was too small, that you outgrew, that no longer fit you, and you kept it. You kept it because you thought that at some point you may be able to fit into that article of clothing again, whether it be a pair of pants, a dress, a top, whatever it may be, I guarantee you've experienced this. You've let that article of clothing sit in your closet. It stares at you every single time you open up your closet. It stares at you, looks into your soul, tells you, hey, you're not good enough because I don't fit you anymore. You should feel ashamed of yourself because I don't fit you anymore. Guess what? It is time to say fuck off to that article of clothing. And it is time to get rid of it because you deserve better than an article of clothing that taunts you every single time you open up your closet. Look at that article of clothing as part of an old journey, an old chapter of your life. Donate that piece of clothing. Maybe it's multiple pieces of clothing. Going through your closet and getting rid of any clothes that no longer fit you, no longer serve you, and were probably a part of an old chapter of your life can be so therapeutic. Give those clothes to someone who needs them, who can wear them, who will benefit from those clothes in their current chapter of their life. And look at buying new clothes as a new chapter of your life. Your body is growing, your body is evolving, maybe you've been through some shit, maybe you're healing, maybe you're just living your life and your body is changing. And that is completely normal. That is what makes us human. We go through life, we we go through different chapters of our lives, and with those different chapters of our lives comes different articles of clothing. And with chapters ending also goes old articles of clothing. So look at those old pieces of clothing that you're maybe keeping because a part of you secretly wants to fit back into them. Look at those as an old chapter of your life. Donate them, get rid of them, burn them, whatever feels best for you. I recommend donating them to someone in need. Um, And going out and getting a replacement for this new chapter of your life. Whether it's something brand new, whether it's something secondhand, Secondhand is better for the environment, by the way. Um, (laughs) Whatever serves you, go get a new wardrobe, a new piece of clothing, a couple new pieces of clothing, and view that as this new chapter of your life. Because when you let those old pieces of clothing stare you in the eyes, look into your soul every time you open up your closet, you're going to feel like shit about yourself and your body image is not going to be the greatest. So when you get rid of those old ones, 
you start this new chapter, you get new ones, your body image is going to improve because you no longer have those old pieces staring at you and you now have pieces of clothing that make you happy, that fit you, that are comfortable, and that make you feel confident. So get rid of those old pieces of clothing if you're wanting to improve your body image. And last but certainly not least... Number five, focus on goals that aren't relatable to your weight or your physical appearance. So as I mentioned at the very beginning, a lot of 2022, a lot of the new year is focused around that messaging of new year, new me. It's a lot of weight loss. It's a lot of physical appearance based goals. And while it is totally okay to have goals that are physical, so For example, maybe you want to be able to run two miles by the end of 2022. That is an amazing goal. If that's something that feels passionate and feels important to you, it's when those goals start to become physical appearance centered, when they start to become centered around weight loss, when they start to become centered around um, your weight in general, that's when we need to take, take a step back and reevaluate why this is a goal. Is this a goal because it truly serves you and makes you happy and it's a way for you to show your body love and to celebrate your body? Or is this a goal that is solely focused around weight loss and wanting to meet unrealistic beauty standards? So having physical goals is totally acceptable. It's, It's about where those goals are coming from. Okay, but you can also have goals that are not at all related to your physical appearance or your weight. So setting goals that are more focused around your mental health or your emotional health or your overall well-being. So for example, maybe you want to get into journaling. So a goal for 2022 is to try and journal twice a week for the entire year. Or maybe a goal is to try a new mindfulness exercise every couple of weeks. Or maybe a goal is to detach your worth from your weight. And by the end of 2022, you want to really be able to see yourself for who you are and to not focus your worth on your weight. Those are such amazing goals because they benefit you in so many areas of your life. Not just your relationship with yourself, but also your relationship with other people. When we prioritize our mental health and our emotional health, and we take the focus away from our physical appearance, we have deeper and more valuable relationships and conversations because we aren't focused on surface level bullshit. We're focused on the emotional and mental aspects of those relationships. And a lot of times when we are centered around or really deep into toxic diet culture, we tend to really only focus on that surface level stuff because we truly believe that that physical appearance is what is most important. When in reality, 
that is the least important part and in least important aspect of all of us. So figuring out what goals you want to set for yourself in this new year that are not weight or physical appearance related is going to allow you to have such a more fulfilling year. 2022 is the year of mental health. It's the year of growth. It's the year of emotional well-being. It's the year of focusing on yourself and growing and learning and giving up all of those things that for so long have destroyed you and hurt you and manipulated you because you deserve so much better than the manipulation, than the lies, than the insecurities, all of those things. You deserve happiness. You deserve confidence. You deserve a deep love and appreciation for yourself and for others. So those are my five tips for navigating body image in the new year. Let me just do a quick little recap of those for you real quick. Number one, set boundaries. Number two, steer clear of the toxic diet culture, new year, new you messaging. Number three, find clothes that make you feel comfortable and confident. Number four, get rid of the old clothes, those clothes that are staring at you every time you open up your closet. Get rid of them. And number five, focus on goals that aren't related to your weight or your physical appearance. 2022 is going to be a beautiful year. And I know that navigating the diet culture talk can be really difficult. And just know, please just know and remember that you are not alone in any of this. Any of the struggles, any of the experiences, any of the feelings, you are not alone in any of those. So many of us have unfortunately experienced a lot of the similar feelings and emotions and struggles because of the society that we live in. But that doesn't mean that we can't change now. That doesn't mean that we don't deserve to change now and heal now and recover and change the way in which we react with other people, change the way in which we react to certain messaging. Let's be honest, we are probably not going to ever be able to get rid of the toxic diet culture messaging. But what we can do is change the way in which we react to that messaging. Change the way in which we allow that messaging to affect us. And 2022 is the year that we all say, fuck you to toxic diet culture. We come together and we support one another to be the best versions of ourselves, And we can do that together. You don't have to do it alone. I am here to support you. I'm here to help you do that. There's a lot of change that needs to go on. Systemically, I will continue to pinpoint that and talk about that and bring that to the forefront because I know for a lot of individuals, marginalized individuals, BIPOC individuals, it's not as easy for them as it is for someone like me. 
someone who is white, and I understand that. And so being able to acknowledge the systemic issues, um, acknowledge the deeper issues, eliminate the individualism, and work to figure out what needs to be done in order to allow all individuals to get proper care, proper support, and proper healing, no matter their race, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or socioeconomic status. So that is one of my goals for 2022. I would love to hear what your goals for 2022 are. Feel free to leave a comment letting me know what your goals are for 2022. And lastly, if you have a little extra time, I would really, really appreciate if you could leave a rating or a review. It is so helpful for the podcast. 2022 is a year that I will be prioritizing the podcast. We are kind of taking um, taking it in a new direction. Um, we're going to be prioritizing a lot of therapy and mental health and having really amazing guests on. So please, if you have some time, leave a rating and review. I so appreciate it. And let me know if you need anything in the end of this year. Um, have a good Christmas if you celebrate it. Happy holidays, and I will see you all in our next episode.